If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Haunted Homies, a live podcast brought to you by myself, Elton Castay, and Corey Shearer. Each episode, we hear terrifying and unique paranormal encounters from our audience members, while of course keeping it filled with as much comedy and fun as we can possibly have. Our goal is to build this community and make sharing our paranormal experiences normal. To watch these episodes, check out youtube.com overnight for the full experience, as well as our weekly paranormal investigation videos. And before you forget, make sure to hit the follow or subscribe button you automatically get every new week's episode when she's around you you'll feel like you walked through a spider web i kept going like this to my face while reading that story because i felt like there was a spider web on my face that is cool this is how horror movies start Corey. the light goes out and they all scream they all run one person dies and then the building gets haunted so i feel like there's somebody hanging on my on my leg and it said hi friend I got the first story. So yeah, we'll read it, and then afterwards we will ask you to join us on stage, and then we'll talk a little about what happened. All right, y'all ready? It's it's serious now. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. I want to share the story of my beloved haunted doll, E. Oh, God. (laughs) You love haunted dolls. Look at his face. (laughs) Oh, look at his face. It's got my initial. (laughs) Uh, Hello, my name is Shelby. Well, I'm Corey. I'm reading the story right now. Um, I grew up in a moderately haunted house that I could tell countless stories about. And this story isn't truly terrifying, but I would love to share it. Now, over time, I have developed a love for creepy old dolls that may or may not be haunted. And in 2018, I ordered Deborah. (laughs) <laughs> the, I was waiting for you to say, brother. <laughs> <laughs> the Ouija board guide on eBay. Side note to this day, I cannot find the purchase or sales correspondence on eBay, and I have had the same account for years. Now, I can't tell everything she has done because that would take hours. But aside from typical ghostly mischief, like moving things around when I had just sat it down, About a week after she arrived, I had woken up, completely flipped, in bed. My head was where my feet were. Wow. When I shared a full-size bed and my partner at the time 
said I didn't move during my sleep that night. Kind of weird. You know what that sounds like, right? What? I mean, they flipped upside down in bed and with their partner. Yeah. You don't, you don't see what I'm saying? I'm going back to the story, Elton. I'm going back to the story. You know what I mean? It's just it kind of, you know, I carry on. I have heard many voices coming from outside the room I am in. It is always the same voice, a middle-aged woman. Now, of course, I had to see what her Ouija guide title was all about, so I grabbed my sister, and we got our Ouija board out. The first few times, she wasn't coming through, but eventually, it grew into an effortless slide across the board in actual conversations with what came to feel like a friend. She does a few things on the Ouija board that are very sweet and odd. One being, when something else is trying to come through and talk to us, she will just go to goodbye and end the conversation. She will also spell out, ha ha ha, when something funny is said, and I have even been able to talk to members of my family that passed, and they even said things that only someone close to them would have known. She had shared her stories with me and my sister as well. First off, she didn't like the name Deborah and wished to be called E. She was 57 years old. She claimed she was a witch from Salem who was very sick and died at the gallows. She had a son and loved dogs, especially German shepherds. <laughs> Named Flipper. <laughs> That is her base story she always sticks to. Her son's initials even became our letter to make sure I was talking to her. Now, we all know human spirits can't attach to objects. So my sister saw her friend's mom, who is a medium, and I learned that E is a scary creature looking thing who walks and talks like you and I, Elton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elton. So E is short for Elton. So that's my, my doll daughter. <laughs> Though she is a demon, they felt it wishes no harm on me. It simply took a liking and now follows me around without the doll. I've had this doll for going on six years, and I have never felt threatened or scared, even by things that she does. Now to end what could be a very long story, if you would like to meet yes. my beloved E, yes. I have brought her yes! with me. Right there, Shelby. Wow. Oh yes. Get up here, Shelby. Oh my God, amazing. All right, we'll scoot over one. I don't like how you're holding her. <laughs> I take her everywhere. Are you restraining her? No. Oh, okay. You take her everywhere? I used to. And now she is on a collection with my other dolls. Are your other dolls haunted? Only a couple. Only a couple. <laughs> Only like two. What? Okay, go ahead. You go ahead. So you got her on eBay? I did. I got her on eBay. I had been wanting to order a haunted doll, um, and I'd been browsing for a long time. I saw one that I really wanted the day I went to order her. She was gone, so I browsed a little bit longer, and I found her. She was like $80, not too bad, um, and she came from Salem, and ever since then, I've just felt attached to her. She makes me feel comfortable. Um, when she's around you, you'll feel like you walked through a spider web, which is kind of weird. Um, 
Okay, can I say something? Why, what are you, why are you scaring me? I don't know if y'all noticed that, but there was like four times I kept going like this to my face while reading that story. Really? Because it felt like there was a spider web on my face. That is cool. <laughs> don't do that. Stop. Stop. Carry on. <laughs> she has a tendency to hide things when you are looking for them and gets you very frustrated, like car keys, your phone. Um, your thumb. Yes. I was sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we've talked to her countless times on the Ouija board. Um, I've never had anything scary happen with her. Every time we're talking and things start to kind of feel weird, um, it'll just go to eat and then goodbye. And that's, that's it. And we don't get anything else out of it. So we end the board and then try and start again and see if she comes through. But sometimes she just... It's like, no, it's not okay. You so you, you've communicated with this doll through a Ouija board? Yep. We have never tried that. We have a few haunted dolls. You can try it. <laughs> Come on. No. Date night. No. <laughs> that is not a date night. You know I hate Ouija boards. I don't, you know, I don't hate them, but I just do not use them anymore. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> You're buying a haunted doll on eBay? Yes. How do you know? Is it just a risk? It's just a it's risk. It's just a risk, right? Are they, are they, like, did they submit, like, EVPs? Um, so did they, they submit, have, audio, like, evidence? No, usually when you go on there and you're looking for a haunted doll, they have it in the bio, like, their story. Mm. And if they've done an investigation with them, then they'll post, like, what's happened. And other than that, um, eBay says that you can't sell haunted objects. So they list it and they say that. But it's always a chance um, if they are and are not. That's a rule on eBay. You can't buy haunted objects. It's uh, th when I was ordering her, that is what I read somewhere. So yes. How long ago? Six years ago. Yeah, it was about six years ago. Okay. And and, then, and the name was Deborah. Yeah, on her eBay? name was Deborah. It said Deborah, the Ouija board guide, and her picture was a Ouija board behind her. Interesting. Well, you got that her name was E after using the Ouija board and talking to her. Okay. Do you think like if you like fueled her up, she could go on like a little rampage? Oh, probably. If oh. You, if you use the Ouija board long enough and have like crystals around or something that can pull energy in then she she talks a lot wait okay. she talks yeah like through the ouija board mm -hmm. oh, okay <laughs> her grammar is not the best but she still communicates and tries to get your sentence out you kind of play squabble squabble scrabble scrabble okay i just i just want to describe this doll for anyone who's listening it's basically oh, i'm gonna take a guess and say this is like an early 2000s doll uh, white face, blue eyes, brown hair with bangs, got some pink ribbons in there, another yellow little ribbon in there, a pink marionette style dress, and no shoes. Why are you letting your child outside the house without shoes she on? She didn't come with any. Oh. Yeah, I actually Is that what she's been saying the entire time on the Ouija board is, please, shoes, please, shoes. <laughs> Oddly enough, no. <laughs> <laughs> Vans. <Yeah. laughs> Doc Martens. Um, one of the things on her eBay was that she could... <laughs> Remember earlier when I said, fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> He's joking. He's joking. <laughs> He's joking. But turn up the YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things on her eBay was that she was able to, like, connect with the dead. And so I put that to use, and I wanted to try and communicate with my past grandpa at the time. And um, he always had a saying, um, like, that he loved his boots, like, wears his boots. And when we used the Ouija board and we were talking, 
he said something about his boots. And then um, he spelled out my grandma's name, her full name. And I don't know, it just, it didn't, it felt comforting. It kind of just, it was weird. It was very odd. But he was, it was saying things that I had only ever really heard him say. Mm. So it was weird. So when you're using the Ouija board then, you have friends doing it with you? I have my sister doing it with me. Okay. Yeah, she's been there. When I first got it, she lived like 30 minutes away and I drive over there like every day and we would sit out in the back and either just hang out or use the Ouija board. What, uh, how many items do you own then? Haunted um, items. I have a letter that I found in a luggage at the thrift store and I had my Ouija board mounted at the time and after I brought it home, the Ouija board fell. Hmm. Um, and then a whole bunch of weird stuff started happening and we did some EVPs and it kept saying letter, letter. So I'm assuming the letter is haunted. Um, I have another doll that I call Andrew and he is, he gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, he looks like a little boy and he has like the side eye and he's looking in that direction and he's like a big cheesy smile on his face. Um, but my boyfriend actually sees his eyes move around the room when he walks around the room. And then I have a smaller doll. His name is Bobby. And um, the most that we've ever had is like rim pods and stuff go off with him when I buy him. Mm. Why do you have this collection? Like, why are you buying haunted items? I I know why I have them, but I'm curious to know why you do. I grew up in a haunted house. I've had some weird experiences happen. Um, I've seen a black eyed child in my bedroom. I've seen shoes outside my door that no one in my house owns, like facing my door in the house. And it, over time, it, from fear, it just went into like wanting to know what's going on, wanting to investigate it. And um, also being forced to watch scary movies as a small child probably gave me the love of that. Forced to? Locked in a room. Yep. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Wait. This my is brother. where this is where storytelling gets fun. My brother. brother would torture me. Oh, your me. brother. Okay. Yes. That your parents were. <laughs> no. Eat your vegetables, or you're watching the Conjuring <laughs> again. But this time it's backwards. I don't. And like- <laughs> I don't know. Over time, it just grew the love for it. I just wanted to own a couple of my of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I find it fascinating. It's interesting. I love it when things happen around me. I don't really get scared too easily, and it's. it's it's fascinating. Is she the most active doll that you own? Yes, by far. Yeah. Has anything happened outside of the Ouija board? Um, yeah, I've heard voices. One time me and my sister were getting into like a little argument. Um, and from outside of the bedroom that we were in, we were home alone in her apartment. And um, we heard an old lady come in and she went, hello. And then we went outside and there was nobody, nobody in the house. Um, me being flipped in my sleep that was pretty strange I had it was like I literally had been flipped in my sleep I've been woken up at 3 a.m. to stomping above me in Mm. the living room and then like my keys disappearing hearing footsteps yeah and all kinds of weird shit so talking about you being flipped in bed you don't you just woke up I just woke up and my head was where my feet were I was completely flipped my feet were on my pillow and were you under the blanket? No, I was on top of the blanket. You, you know, the first time I heard that, what I visualized was like you, like literally your head just in between your heels. <laughs> and you were just like completely snapped in half. I could, That's what it's I hard thought. to describe. Like, my head is where my feet were. I'm like, God damn, flexible. Every time um, I'm like, is that the right wording? But no, 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 it makes sense. My brain is stupid. You made sense. Um, but no, it was, it was strange. And then my partner at the time, he would sleep right up against me. And so I woke him up and I was like, did I move at all in my sleep? And he was like, no, and I was like, well, how, the, how did I get down here? Like, this is weird. But yeah, that was. Wow. Okay. If you could own Annabelle, would you? 
or is that just too If I had her box. If you had her box. If I had her box, I could keep her sealed. No, Annie's just free and loose just the way he is. That's terrifying. She's a menace. Okay. I'm just curious to know where you draw that line. Like, you want haunted Um, items, but you don't want... I feel if I were to feel threatened by something that I owned, I would probably... Give it to me? Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) You know my Twitter handle. (laughs) Have you had anything... You know, super active or crazy from the other dolls that you own, or is it mainly this one? It's mainly hers. Um, besides the eyes moving on him and mm-hmm. the Ouija board falling after I brought the letter home and the EVP or the spirit box saying yeah. letter, then she's the most active. Now, out of curiosity, have you thought that maybe the reason why you've had the Ouija board fall and the other instances is because? She e is unhappy that you brought more items That home. is very possible, but I um, I always feel so weird when I talk about this, but when me and my sister talked to her, we've, we've asked her, like, would you be, do you want, like, ghost friends? Do you want any friends? Mm. And she said yes, so we've brought some home. Now, whether she likes what we bring home, I don't know. Now, do you but, think she says yes because she is a soul sucker? Maybe. And removes the yeah. power from the other items you and know, she's just drawing it in? Eats it to become more powerful and continue to talk to me. That's exactly. Very, that's very possible. You should like set up a REM pod and as you bring in more items, see if she gets stronger and stronger and stronger. I'm half joking, but also <laughs> you should do that. It sounds yeah. cool. I mean, the longer you use a Ouija board, the more effortless it becomes mm-hmm. over time. So, Have you ever set up a lot of tools around? Because you said you, no. what, you had a K2. Well, I've I've gone with other friends that had stuff, okay. and um, from the reviews that were left um, when I got her, um, but I've I just I've used the Ouija board on my own with her. On your own? Not on my own, oh. but like aside, just me and my sister. Like, got it. No other. Would you ever use a Ouija board completely by yourself? Probably not. One night, you should have set up a camera, leave her on the board, hand on the planchette, see if anything happens. See if anything happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. That'd be really right. cool. I really want to see that. Just a little doll. Get <laughs> 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 me out of here and some Doc Martens. Like that would be. <laughs> she just keeps spelling Gucci. <laughs> there have also been a few things. This just came to mind. So um, there has been times, for instance, when my sister was in college. Um, money is tight. And they were forcing her to sign up for a meal plan that took like 600 out of her student loans that she could not afford to give up and she was just sitting there and she was like damn i wish that i didn't have to pay this and by chance she was not and they were like i don't even know how you missed it and she had said that she would just been like e you got something up your sleeve like come on and by chance she had just missed it very strange small things like that i see going out at my littlest sister's school when she really didn't have it in her how much? Uh, how much was the? Uh, how much was it? Six hundred dollars. Is that what you said? Is about six hundred dollars worth of stuff that was going to get taken out of the student loans? Yeah. So let's round up, say six hundred sixty-six, and you would say that perhaps the soul was uh, sold in order to make that deal. Was that you? Was that you in your pyramid scheme? Yeah, that was you me. Were- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, that was the yeah, that was the neighborhood we were in. You're like, hey, I'll get you free food. Hey. Uh, you know what I mean? But I it's appreciated. That. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, yes, you're welcome. We will be back. Have you made any other requests? To Out see? of her? Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's like a genie, just three. Did you get three wishes? Yeah. Um, is there anything that I've asked her about? Ask her for something right now. See what happens tomorrow. Ooh, you ask her for something. Ooh, okay. Um, do I say it out loud or no? If you want to. 
No, I want to scare Corey. I'm not going to say it out loud. (laughs) 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 It's still not Elton. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I made my wish. Can I ask her something? Yeah. Is it bad if I ask her something? No. Is it? Is there there any chance that you could make any light that is around us right now flicker to show us that you're here with us? Could you make one of the lights flicker? This is how horror movies start, Corey. A light goes out and then they all scream, they all run, one person dies, and then the building gets haunted. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> I do not see a light that has gone out. It's okay. She's being shy. Yeah, no. <laughs> she can be shy. It's okay. And I'm sure it takes a lot of energy and power, too, to do that. Dude, if they all would have just crack, 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 one at a time just exploded, I'd be like, yeah! <laughs> I'm just looking. I'm still looking around. <laughs> Remember, it never happens when you want it to. You ask now, it could happen tomorrow. It could happen next year. It could happen the next time you're showering. And then all of a sudden you're alone, <laughs> dark, waiting to get your soul sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a normal shower. <laughs> all right, next guest, sorry. <laughs> Damn. Any more questions? We're, we're cutting that part out, guys. Don't worry. That won't make it in the podcast. <laughs> huh. Interesting. Okay, are you proactively looking for more items? I wouldn't mind taking in more items, but not proactively looking. Okay, what kind of do you want? Like a, a like a male playmate? You're like what, what? What's what kind of item do you want? Like, do you want something that actually has like physical documentation, like attributed to something? No, it doesn't necessarily have. No. Okay. Um, that would be cool. Um, I don't know. I just like things that are a little active. I just like knowing that something's there. Okay. Do you ever uh, go out and just dress exactly the same? I should. That should be my Halloween costume. Oh, my God. No, that should be your everyday (laughs) costume. People would be terrified at Target. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) You just don't. Neither. Well, you already know she's not going to blink. You don't blink and just. Beep. (laughs) Beep. (laughs) I really think you should do that. That'd be. And just same thing. No shoes. You got to commit though. No shoes. No. Oh, you're in Doc Martens. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, amazing. Do you have That'd any other be questions? A great one. No, I d- that would just be a great Halloween costume. Please, you please send me a picture okay, if I you shall. ever do that. I will try. Please don't do it on Halloween, though. Just do it like a month before. That'll terrify people so much. On Halloween, it's like, oh, it's a costume. It's funny. On like a casual day. Yeah, on like September 19th, people are like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much thank for sharing you. your story yeah, and thank bringing, you. bringing your update. Round of applause. Boom. Thank you. Boom. Thank you so much. Are you okay to get off? If she ever gets out of hand and she starts making lights explode, please, I would, I will take her in. Give her a good home with her foster siblings. I have another story here. Uh, full discretion. There's like four stories. I'm only going to read uh, two of them because they are pertinent, one, to where we are, and two, to a similar experience that I had never heard of anyone else having other than Corey. Um, so I'm just reading the, the latter two stories. Um, so here we have it. Uh, This one is uh, based out of Penhurst, and it says, Penhurst, one of my shortest stints as a haunted house worker. For my final year of acting, I chose to work at Penhurst before the new owners took over. 
I'd been a guest many times before and am well acquainted with the history and goings on, as I have friends slash fam who live up there. There are a few instances where as a guest and a worker, I have been seen, I have seen, been followed, and straight up have been intimidated by the resident Dr. Jesse Fear. I have been touched, watched by beings, had a tape, like physical tape, catch parts of an EVP where the old owner, Tim, asked, if you're really here, say what is on her shirt. I was wearing a Zelda slash Deadpool shirt, and clear as day, we heard Deadpool on the playback. I have had things thrown at me in the tunnels. And then it carries on to say, but on the lighter side, kind of, a little girl named Emily and I became close with each other, if you could call it that. She is one of the younger residents who passed at Penhurst and attaches to those with motherly slash fatherly energy or just those who are very childlike at heart. There was an evening where we were visiting her room and hearing a story of her being tormented by, well, a male resident. And to this day, their energies were always one hiding and the other one scaring. I remember before hearing this, I kept seeing a shadow figure following me in the corner of my eye, but no one was behind me. And well, long story short, I was getting angry, scared, then angry again. I remember telling whatever it was to leave me alone. And then Mama Ruth, our resident historian and paranormal lead at the time, asked what happened and then told the story. As I stood next to the gurney covered with toys, I felt a tug on my pants at my hip height and it didn't let go like a kid hanging on to my pants it was one of the most emotional nights of my life and later on another session revealed who claimed to be with me and how they felt safe I cried and every time I leave Emily I get a little sad hmm. so one that made me realize we never addressed that we're at Penhurst Correct. To anyone who's just listening. So we, we are at Penhurst right now. We're, we're at Penhurst. We're in the Devon building, and that story is relevant to where we are. And again, yeah. very similar to your encounter with Lily, mm-hmm. which, as we've spoken about many times before, was probably the most pivotal experience you had yeah. in your belief and journey within the paranormal world. Yeah, one of, literally one of the most emotional investigations I've ever been a part of. Um, so let's, let's bring her on stage. Uh, Kirsten? Will you please join us? Kirsten. Oh, look at you right there. Right there. Well, first off, thank you for sharing your story. No problem. I didn't think I was going to be that nervous or, I don't know, shaky. Sorry. Well, if you want, we can go back to your honor. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to hell. How long did you work here for? It was only one season. I was going to stop haunted housework. I previously worked at Eastern State, and I wasn't having a good time. Okay. Um, I had some friends that came up here, and it was kind of like the last hurrah. So I came up here really happy, really hyper. Um, And over time, I was originally in the admin building at the end of the hall. They used to call it cell block double D, which was an inside joke. Um, Uh, Please elaborate. It was all girls in there that were pretty uh, heavy uh, on certain ends. And, but we would scare grown men because we would like, we had code man bun at the time. And we would like, we would target guys at man buns and we'd whisper really messed up stuff in their ears. So they would go running and screaming. Please. (laughs) If you can just whisper to us if you feel like it's too much for the mic. 
I'm not saying they do that here now. That's different people. But we would be like, we like it when they scream and we would get like real grabby. It just, there's, I'll tell you later. Just weird, weird things. No one's listening. You're on trial. It's just, it was just creepy stuff. And we would caress the back of their neck and like, it's okay. You know, did you ever pull their man bun? Yes, absolutely. We used to hang off like the little doors, like with our heads back, one would be like crooked necked and the other one would run up and like caress their neck and grab their butt. <laughs> and we would leave the women alone. We'd go after the people who acted like they were tough. Mm. <laughs> what were you whispering? <laughs> I gotta know. Just, I'm not, there's children here. Could you whisper it to me? Did you hear yeah, our story yeah. earlier? There's children I here? Know. We apparently don't care. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and this why, was and this was for a rowdier customer though that was giving trouble before that. So we were kind of like because the yeah. old owners were allowing that. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's okay. a reason. That's funny. Um, there's though. a reason. But um, but I would find myself over time. I would sit outside on the walkway before work, and there was a point where I was losing time and didn't realize. I'd go out there. I'd have my headphones on. I would have makeup on. It's just workers. And I would lose at first a half hour, then an hour. And then one time they're like, get the fuck in here. The haunt's open. And people are walking up to the lines and I'm sitting out there just days staring down towards dietary. And I was losing time. So then towards the end of the season, we started doing, we did like these photo shoots and these daytime, like not campouts, but they were daytime photo shoots. And some of us would volunteer to stay. Then we would do our own paranormal investigations. And while I was going through the Mayflower building, that's when I started feeling something like it followed me from the stairwell down. And it was a similar feeling I had because when I was in the back of admin, admin wasn't scary to me, but the tunnel doorway that was there, I always felt like something was watching me and all the tunnels connect under. And I felt the same presence around me. So I went from scared, then I got angry for no reason. And it was just me and my friend Ryan in the back of the line. Then I got scared again. And then I kept looking and I swore that someone was behind me. I thought it was someone messing with me. I thought it was another worker. Nobody was there. Couldn't explain it. We get to the end of the hall and the last room on the left is where they had the bed at the time or the gurney. And I remember Mama Ruth was her name. And I, she's like asking what's the matter. And I told her, I'm like, you know, I feel like there's something following me. I feel like there's something right here. I kept seeing something behind the bed. And it takes a lot for me to physically see things, at least at that time. Was and it taller? Was it? It was tall. Yeah. It was tall, like six foot two, six oh, foot okay. four. Like it was man sized. Okay. But the thing was, when we went in, it was behind me, but then all of a sudden it's on the other side of the wall and it's sitting in this like little chair behind the gurney. And I just was staring, not listening to anything. So when she asked me, I told her, and then I felt something tugging on me. And I thought I was going nuts. Honestly, because for a long time, I had a long-term relationship where someone told me I was insane and everything in my childhood was a lie. So I shut up about it. Mm -hmm. And then when I started working in these places, activity would tend to find me. And I tended to not be afraid or I'd play it off. But really, I would see things. I would feel things. So I told her about it. I said, I feel like there's somebody hanging on my on my leg, like holding onto my pants. But it's not that. And she said, that's, she said, well, do you feel what it is? And I'm like, well, I got a name flashed in my head and I literally saw Emily. Mm. Like sometimes I will see names. And I told her and she said, that's the little girl. That's one of the little girls here. And there is a gentleman. And I think his name was Tom, if I remember something like that. But he was a resident who liked to go after little girls. Mm. 
Oh, so it was almost So he if. liked to intimidate and scare and do other things. It was insinuated. So so you think Emily was hiding? Hiding because she also tends to hide with people she feels sympathy from or someone who's like her and or like childlike. And when I heard that, I got instantly angry again. And like in my mind, I was literally like, I don't know where it came from. I was ready to just be like, fuck off, leave me alone. And I remember we're all leaving and that spirit followed us all the way up and through and followed me down towards the tunnels and until until I left the building. And after that, I would feel like I would hear a little girl sometimes. I know that sounds wild, but I would hear giggles. I would start talking and asking questions. And the one night I was one of the last people out of the parking lot. We used to park on the other side by industry and... We had to deal with some things that night, some rowdy customers, and we were having fun after. I remember going to my truck, and I felt like somebody was following me. And I turned around and looked. No one's there. I get in the truck, and I swear to God, I saw someone next to my truck. Truck didn't start. Took me like five minutes to get out of here. Finally left. We all met down at the alehouse, told my girlfriend what happened. They're like, oh, well, that's Penhurst. Welcome to Penhurst. And as time went on, I started not Ouija boards, but I was doing like candle type seances Mm -hmm. um, with another worker that I'm still friends with. And I get uncomfortable. Like, I didn't think I was going to be uncomfortable. But when you were telling it, I got a little nervous because one time it claimed to be Emily coming through. And when it came through, things at my house were kind of a wreck for that week. Like you would hear things. My cat was acting weird, self-eating, just bad, just bad stuff. So I stayed away. I did my job. And then towards the end of the season again, we went back through and the same tugging. We did an EVP and literally the name came through saying Emily and it said, hi, friend. Wow. I felt like I like I abandoned her. And so I would go and do EVPs and go on the little tours. So we were going through this building, actually. We were downstairs. There's one end called Candyland. I don't know if you've been there. It has the stuff on the walls. Yep. I was down there earlier today. So the other side, there's a bathroom. So if you walk out and go down on the right-hand side, it's, it's like almost all the way down by the red doors. We were doing an EVP. We were asking questions. And I was like, they're like, do you want to talk to anybody? I'm like, well... Emily, are you here? Like, I was trying to talk. I was in good spirits. And apparently what Tim said was coming through was the doctor. So he asked, is this the doctor? It said, yes. It said, why are you here? It said, and it said, angry. And that's all that he got. But I felt like something was following me again. And then when we went back in, we continued to do more on our own. The name Fear. Well, we heard Fear. We thought they were just saying Fear, but his name was Jesse Fear. Hmm. So that name came up again. And he said, well, if you're really here, then why don't you tell us what's on one of their shirts? And I felt something behind me. Like, you know how you feel something watching you? Yeah. And it was cold. And you didn't hear it at first. He said he heard it, but he played it back. And I actually have the tapes somewhere in my basement, and I will send them to you. I don't know if you can try to pull the stuff off. It's a physical cassette cassette tape. Sure, sure. I can do that. That's easy. And it literally said, Deadpool. (laughs) Like, weird, creepy voice. Mm. And I nearly, like, lost it. And I was freaked out. And the rest of that night, I had things 
down here in this building being thrown in that hallway. Pebbles, I don't know what, but there was no one back there. And stuff was being thrown down the hallway at me. And then I thought back on that night, and my friend's like, well, it said it's angry. It's angry at you because you stood up to it thinking it was something else. I thought it was the guy from, I thought it was the perv. Yeah. But I, I, I guess I called out something that I wasn't supposed to, to leave her alone. And that's kind of how that started. But I get I, nervous I, talking about it. You're okay. So I, I, have two, I have two things. One, I just noticed you're investigating with us tonight. Yeah. I just realized that right now. I just uh, saw your wristband on. Yeah. So I assume that means tonight you want to go visit Emily. Yeah, I wasn't going to say her name, but she read the story. Ah. But I kind of want solid answers if that's like if it happens, because I thought about this place during the pandemic and it was weird. Like around the time they started doing demo and construction, I randomly was like, I miss Penhurst. Mm. And I started thinking about things. And then while I was doing a reading for someone else, Emily kept coming up and they're like, we don't know an Emily. We don't know an Emily. And that night I'm like, fuck. So I went on the thing, saw they were doing demo. And I was like, I should go visit. And then I told my girlfriend who was here that night it happened. And she said, you know, this place reaches out to you. Yeah. I still at that point did not believe, believe that it was real. And then I kept having dream after dream and just recollecting the time that I was sitting out here. So I believe but I also want solid proof because mm. I've been through a lot, but I've also had many people. This wasn't as talked about. What is solid proof for you? So if something were to be thrown at me or if something's to grab me, like someone else would either see it or it would be caught on camera to where okay. it's not, you know, in my mind. Okay. You sure. know what I mean? I'll be very interested to see what happens tonight then with you and your Lily story, mm-hmm. and now your Emily story, yeah. knowing that both of you apparently have those same characteristics, that same kind of motherly, fatherly, you know, stance and kind of persona mm-hmm. to see what would happen tonight with both of you there. And then I'll call out Dr. Fear. Yeah, <laughs> come, that, come and get I Emily. I don't know if you want to do that. No? I, I don't think, I don't know if they'll let you instigate, but he's not one that... No, they don't let you instigate Yeah, here. he doesn't do well. So that, that I, have one, I have one other question then. Um, this is something we've talked about a bunch. And we're kind of curious to know whether or not this is a reality. We don't know if spirits are in their own plane individually and they just all happen to be in the same space but have no idea. Or in, in the circumstance that you're talking about, do you believe that spirits actually can still interact with each other the same way we can interact with each other? I think they can. Like from what I went through, that's kind of been like, not, it's not cheesy. But like one of my missions and the reason I started opening myself back up because, like I said, my house became a little active after that. And I started seeking it out because I wanted answers. Because when I was a kid, I ran. When I was in my one relationship, I ran from it because you're crazy if you talk about it or you're a problem. And so I tried to ignore it. And no matter what I do, things tend to come around me even when I wanted nothing to do with them so Mm. it's just something that I would like to have answers to to not be so I don't know I guess just kill the last doubt in my mind because I still I still doubt things Mm. because part of me wants to believe that like it's not real because it's less scary do you feel as though if you had people around you that did support you and did believe you that you wouldn't have so much doubt within yourself about it 
Yeah. Like the people around you are influencing you, like and not allowing you to believe that what you experience is real. Yeah. Got it. That's I was talk I met new friends tonight and we were talking about that because You she, met them tonight? I met them Did tonight. Did you come by yourself? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yay. Wow. That's the point of the yeah, show. Yeah, awesome. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. And um she literally started telling stories of things that happened to her that happened to me when I was a kid. Yay. That's why we do this. Yeah. So childhood trauma. Yeah, tra you know. Trauma. <laughs> yeah. So I have a I have a couple questions. Mm -hmm. Um like would a REM pod going off having a conversation with you or a cat ball going off having a conversation with you, would that be good enough evidence? Or I've, do you like the, you know, being pulled on, something getting tossed? Uh, see, I've had, I didn't play with cat balls yet. I've, I've had um, K2s okay. go off and I've used dowsing rods. So a REM pod would be more solid, mm -hmm. especially if there's nothing around it electrical. Yeah. But it's the whole like when I hear things, if I hear voices or I feel things tugging on me, those are the things that are harder to prove. So I would, you know, if like a REM pod's good, but if like a cap all moved in front of me, then yeah, that's like, how did that do that? On I mean, flat we've, had, we've had some incredible conversations, especially with like kid spirits through cat balls. Yeah. Like even last night investigating when we were in the basement, we were communicating with a bunch of little kids and we asked them, you know, like, do you like this music? And the cat ball just kept going crazy. So we were playing 1930s music for them. We had an Essie's method going off at the same time. And we said, how does this music, you know, make you feel? Do you like it? And they said, I can feel it. I feel great. And huh. we had we have the REM, REM bear, which basically okay. you have to touch the bear to go off. And for the second time ever, we've owned it for two years. Last night was the second time it's ever gone off. And its so hand kept lighting up. We definitely have a pretty good arsenal of tools to, to bond with Emily yeah. and anyone else here at Penhurst. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, that's why I came. I mean, I wanted to see this place while I was yeah. here, but also it was like, well, you guys have done so much stuff. It's, it's wild. So I'm like, all right, I could be safe to a point. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to a point. You got me here in the show. <laughs> no. That's, that's, also, that's a whole, it's funny what you wrote earlier when I asked about advice. What did I write, what did I write earlier? Try oh. harder pussy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But actually, it, it's fitting because as much as I claim to be used to this, I'm still pretty freaked out. Hmm. For the record, for what she's referencing is uh, earlier we, we do sign posters and like whatever you want. And she, uh, what'd you ask? You asked for motivational ad, motivational advice, pertaining but sarcastic. Yeah, sarcastic, but pertaining Sarcastic motivational advice. So I wrote, try harder, pussy. Um, and so I, like to, I wasn't just like, oh, how nice to meet you, pussy. No, like but, it, there was, there was, no, she asked for that. Okay. But actually I took it. It was kind of weird though. Because You're welcome. I, I've chicken shit it out <laughs> essentially mm. with this. Okay. Like, Good. So... So now tonight when you're like, I don't want to go down there. I'm just going to be like, try harder, pussy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go. <laughs> so is that your main goal for tonight is to talk to Emily? I would like to. Cool. But it's I like doing other things and exploring the senses I have. So it would just be a nice confirmation. It would, it would put a lot of things to rest for me. Cool. Yeah. Or not to, but you know, confirm. Yeah. Well, for sure. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. I saw, I knew that was a little uncomfortable for you at times, but we appreciate it. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, yeah, Thanks. Well, one round of applause. <laughs> Thanks. Of course. And then we'll see you a little bit later. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, this one is specifically to me. It says, Elton, would you ever get professionally cleansed? <laughs> Here's your next question. Let's carry on. 
before tour, uh, I did take advice and went and got cleansed prior to tour uh, in a church because I didn't want to risk, I don't know, you know what I mean? I'm the skeptic, but who cares? Uh, I'll, I'll do it to make sure that everyone that comes out on tour doesn't die because of me. <laughs> um, yeah. So this yeah. one, this one's for me. Mm-hmm. It says, Corey, do you calm yourself by making jokes? 100%. <laughs> yes. Most of the time in any haunted video, when you see me joking around, it's because I just shit. <laughs> Can I just say, just going back to this, would you ever get professionally cleansed? Professionally just makes me think of like, what if you created one of those like drive through car washes? <laughs> but you like just roll down your windows and it just sprays holy water and sage on you. <laughs> you just get like that little wiper machine just like smacking you in the face. <laughs> just a drive through cleansing. A drive through cleansing. Star- Starbucks were just originally brick and mortar. Now the drive through churches need to step up their game. Yep. Just drive through blessings. Yep. Five mile speed limit. Just <laughs> okay. How do you find? Oh, this is a. We haven't gotten this question Wait, before. Wait, the speed humps are crosses. Okay, continue. Um, how do you find contacts, a paranormal places to film at, and plan your filming? Uh, have not been asked this yet. Uh, to be completely blunt, I have never had a single location that does not have the contact on their website. Being straight up, every single location I've ever wanted to film at has someone you can just call or email. Uh, sometimes it takes a couple emails or it takes a couple calls. Uh, or if they don't have someone, normally it's a, like their marketing person who handles filming. Uh, it's literally that easy. I get so frustrated when other content creators are like, how'd you get this location? How'd you get this location? And I send them a link and I'm like, it's fucking, it's dude, it's, it literally says filming request at Trans Allegheny. Like it's, it's that simple. Um, you just have to do it. It's not that intimidating. Most of them even have websites where you literally just go on and automatically book it. You don't even have to get permission. Yeah. Um, so it really, really is that simple. There's only like two locations that have ever been hard to get. One is Alcatraz because you have to go through the National Park Services and you have to get permits. That's incredibly difficult. Um, and then Warren Museum because that's privately owned and has been closed to the public for years and years and years. So those are the only ones. But any other location you ever like Penhurst, you can just book online. Like any location ever, there's there's someone they want their their businesses. You know what I mean? You call, they answer. Like they they want your money. They want you to come investigate. Like that's how they that's how they keep the little lights on in here. Yeah, um, is by doing it. Of all the places you have traveled to in the world. What has been your favorite slash most memorable and why? My favorite, it might, honestly, it might be New Zealand. It might, it might have to be New Zealand. Oh, okay. I like that you didn't go paranormal. That's yeah. cool. Okay. I, I was, yeah. My brain instantly was like, it has to be a paranormal answer. No, no. I think it was New Zealand because okay. that was like, that was our first ever like outside of the U.S. Yeah. We did Utah trip. together yep. in the... In the- Dead fucking heart of winter, freezing our asses off yep. to New Zealand. Yep. That trip was just so much fun and it was so cool. And it was like, wow, like we're really doing this. Like we're in another country just filming, having fun for YouTube. And the amount of stuff that, you know, you had like booked for us and that we did, it really was a lot of it was like once in a lifetime. And it was just in that moment, you know, I just remember thinking like, wow, like this could be my job. Like this could be my career, like just travel the world and like, you know, have fun with my friends. And like, (laughs) what, five years later, it's literally what we've been doing ever since. Six. Six? Almost precisely six years later. Very, very close to six years after. That was 2016? Yeah. 
Holy and end, shit. End of year 2016. Yep. Super long time ago, dude. Six dude, years. we were babies. Mm-hmm. We were babies. Yeah. I didn't even have a beard then. I couldn't even grow one. You yeah, said that like past tense. Yeah. Um, um, honestly, I think one would be New Zealand because that was my first time ever leaving the country. Um, first time ever just taking a full blown motorhome road trip at that level, right? TFL started in a motorhome. And honestly, it was the first place I ever wanted to go to because of the rocket power movie. Uh, like you think that's sarcastic and being a hundred percent serious. I saw that movie and then that's why I wanted to go ogoing zorbing cause they did it in the movie. Yep. And that was like my favorite show growing up. Same. Um, so I was like, New Zealand sounds super cool. And then secondary would be, I, I really loved Egypt. Um, just, I, I, that was my favorite, favorite thing to learn about growing up. I loved being there. I loved the culture. I have a tattoo in my arm because um, of something I experienced there uh, of, of a little kid that like melted my heart. Um, oh. So yeah, Egypt was a phenomenal, phenomenal place to visit. Highly, highly recommend to do it. It's actually really affordable right now because of COVID. They're still kind of recovering. Um, yeah, Egypt. Love it. Okay. Well, sincerely, thank you all for coming out. I really hope you had a great evening tonight. Thanks for coming out here and spending it with us. Well, that's it for today's episode, and I will see you next Sunday. Be sure to leave a like, subscribe, and give us a review whenever you have a chance. And of course, share this podcast with a fellow paranormal lover, because our goal here is to build this community. And don't forget, you can watch all of our live episodes on our YouTube channel as well for the full experience. Find us on TikTok or Instagram at Haunted Homies Podcast, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.